Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode, brand spanking new, of Fat Guy Loves Cake. I am Joey Valentine. It is November the 16th, 2022, getting near the end of the year. And guess what? This is officially the one-year birthday for Fat Guy Loves Cake. That's right. As of today, FGLC is one year old. Exactly on this day, I did my very first, my very first two episodes, actually. I did back-to-back episodes in the same day. I did a part one and a part two. I had no idea what I was doing. I'd never done a podcast before, and I had no idea what I was going to talk about. In the beginning, I started thinking, okay, I'm just going to tell stories from my life, and that'll be funny. And it was. It was funny to tell those stories because they have a lot of really, you'd have to (laughs) fucking be there to believe it type of stories that were never exaggerated and were hysterical and could only happen to me. And I started off telling those stories, and, and it was great. But I started to run out of stories, and I kind of got tired of talking about myself, because once I ran out of the like really, really funny stuff, I started getting into the more, uh, it's just really fucking embarrassing for me, and then the, well, that's just too much information, and then the downright disgustingly dirty and private, which is where we're at today. I went from a very semi-wholesome show to telling great little anecdotes to now talking about nothing but butt stuff being gay with a bunch of guys from California and uh, having an obsession with that. As you, if you stuck by me all this time, you can attest it has been one wild ride. I started off the show with a real cheap ass microphone and a piece of cardboard with some foam wrapped around the laptop, trying to get the best sound I could. I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know how to, to get a, a good vibe going. I didn't know how to control the show, and I didn't know how to keep a good pace. So a lot of my shows were very strangely paced and not very well recorded, so I apologize. Still good stories, still good to go back and listen to, but now I've got like my professional microphone and and my professional equalizing programs, and I've just gotten really good at doing it now. So even if I suck, at least the sound quality is top-notch. But yeah, one year ago, man, can you believe it? One year ago. So happy birthday to Fat Guy Loves Cake. That is 136, seven episodes. I don't know. I'll have to look it up when I'm done. I think this is 137. And I wanted to say, and I really, really mean it when I say I've had such great support. And I got to tell you guys, those I Heart Butt Stuff stickers that I've been giving out to you that I have so frivolously and recklessly been sending to all my friends and listeners who have requested one and you didn't have to pay for, I now sell them on eBay and they're selling like fucking crazy. And the funny thing is, is that uh, the people buying them, they have no idea what Fat Guy Loves Cake is, but it's a great opportunity for me to introduce them to it. And I've sold so many over the last week. And I've included a Fat Guy Loves Cake sticker in the envelope and a, and a card. Yes, I had cards made. I don't know. You get bored sometimes. So if anybody's listening to this episode and came here from a sticker sale on eBay, welcome. Uh, let me just prepare you for what kind of show this is. I talk about a lot of ingest. I talk a lot about of gay and butt stuff. I'm not gay, not that there's anything wrong with that, but we do get very gay talking. Me and the nerds talking, the podcast crew, Lafayette and uh, Carlos, the two brothers that host the show, 
I have an obsession with making music and songs that are themed around me and Lafayette having a gay relationship. And I talk about a lot of taboo things. You wouldn't know from meeting me in person. I am such a Jekyll and Hyde. Like the real me would never, ever do any of the things I say or talk about any of the things I say in person. But the radio me is really gross. And the real me is very ashamed of the things he does. <laughs> so in honor of the one-year anniversary, I was going to retell the very first story that I ever did. And I, I do plan on doing that again. I just don't feel like doing it on this episode because it's going to take up the whole episode. And I got a lot of content I want to get to. But I wanted to run you guys who are either new or have been with me the whole time. I want to remind you of the things of the 100 plus episodes that I've done, what I have talked about. Real quick, let me run down what I have talked about. Buying dick cream and butt lube in the gayest part of town in Houston. That particular story, uh, I was caught shoplifting. I think I was uh, 17. I was buying uh, dick desensitizing cream so that I would be able to have sex for more than two seconds and i got caught i shoplifted it because i was too embarrassed to buy it uh nothing is quite as embarrassing as actually getting caught shoplifting it as opposed to buying it i have numerous times talked about how much i hate dick pics and how disgusting they are and how much they make us look terrible as men yet everyone seems to do it no one seems to be immune to the virus that is sending your unsolicited dick pics. I told the story about how A.A. Ron, one of my bestest friends, Aaron, tried to murder me with his car by dragging me behind it. I have a great show on tattoo do's and don'ts. Also, somewhere in there is some sort of fleshlight story. I don't know what, but that's what the description says. Uh, if you don't know what a flashlight is, it is a rubber flashlight shaped like a vagina, and you can have sex with it. I have owned one, possibly still do, somewhere in my closet. I have attacked pronouns. I have attacked dogs versus cats, being a huge, huge cat person. Uh, I have brought to light how people will defend dogs over their own family and yet seem to get away with saying that cats suck and I would kill a cat and blah, blah, blah. But if you say, I'm just not a dog person, people seem to think you are the devil. And speaking of the devil, I also have done numerous, numerous shows on the devil because I was married to it for seven years. And the devil is a bad, bad person. And I've told many, many wonderful, funny stories that involve she-it. <laughs> she-it. She-it. I've talked about saggy locker room balls. I said goodbye to Miss Betty White. Thank you so much for everything you have done for us as an actress. I've talked about how men can be men. I've told stories about how I've been too high and my lips got extremely enlarged. I've talked about being fat. I've talked about being fat a lot. I've talked about how calories and labels are a bunch of fucking liars. Oh, and by the way, I am on a diet again, and this time I'm like I'm delirious right now. I'm so fucking hungry. Like I'm ready to eat the food in my house. I'm so hungry. We said goodbye to Bob Saget. A 
fantastically hysterical, filthy fucking comedian who was known as Danny Tanner, and he was not Danny Tanner in real life. I had an interview with A.A. Ron, and we talked about him trying to murder me with his car while he defended his actions and pleaded completely not guilty. Bullshit. I talked about peeing in the fridge in my sleep. I talked about humping golf clubs in my sleep. I talked about falling asleep in my car, drunkenly driving an hour to an adult store to buy a blow-up doll at 3 in the morning. I talked about being fat. (laughs) Some more. I talked about my high school coach. I talked about the 80s, a lot about the 80s, because I loved the 80s. I was a very young child in the 80s, and it was the greatest decade to grow up in. I kind of wish I'd been a teenager then, so I could have enjoyed it a little bit more. But as a child, it was just the shit, because I had everything Star Wars and E.T. and all that, and it was awesome. I talked about how you don't want to know the number of people that your (laughs) partner has had sex with, and you don't. I did a super-duper American show. I had an episode where I took an Italian porno from the 70s and I broke it down, line by line, orgasm by orgasm, uh, by uh. I talked about sobriety. I've been sober for two years as of October 20th this year. Uh, Not a subject I talk about a lot, but definitely one I am very, very familiar with. And I'll say this real quick, as I've said before, alcoholism is a serious thing. And if anyone ever wants to talk to me privately about it, it will never come up on the show. You can always email me at fatguylovescake. If you are the alcoholic that is suffering, I am always here to help another person get the fuck out of that situation. Nothing wrong with drinking. Nothing at all. There are just some of us that were born with a genetic defect and we can't drink like the rest of you. Actually, I really mean we can't drink like the rest of you. I can drink liquor like it is fucking water. (laughs) I talked about the Fresh Prince getting rocked by Chris Rock when he high-fived his face. I talked about how much I hate flying, and I'd rather take the bus. I've done a ton of music. I've added a lot of music to shows. I've done a lot of funny songs. I've done a lot of spoofy songs. I've done some serious songs. I have had an absolute obsession with the fact that Amber Heard took a shit in Johnny Depp's bed. I've made movie trailers. I've made songs. I've done fake interviews. I've had voicemails left on my machine from Amber Heard herself. I did maybe four or five straight shows where I talked about how dedicated I was to losing weight and going to the gym, only to continue to get fatter as the year went on. I talked about my scooter breaking down and me being rescued by my friend Michael. I attempted to interview an actual clown, and that got ugly for a while. It got real ugly, and I took it very personal. I wanted to do an interview with a clown because I wanted to get an idea of what it was like. I'm on this page on Facebook called Clown Girl Honk Heaven, and I thought it was just a bunch of guys whacking it to pictures of clown girls because that's all I ever see them post. But apparently... Not only is that what they do, but everyone who's a member is an honest-to-God actual working clown. And I guess they got spooked and they wouldn't do any interviews with me. And also they called me a, uh, what was it, a homophobe and a racist uh, after listening to some of my episodes, which is like the fucking farthest thing from what I am at all. 
All I talk about it is things in the ass, and I make fun of white people. Um, and I have, you know, good fun with the other races, but I've never been racist. So they can blow me and fucking honk my shit, you stupid clowns. But that uh, that got real weird. <laughs> and I took it very, very personally for a few episodes, and I talked about clowns a lot. I talked about how many things have I owned in my life that have been in someone else's ass. Talked about Star Wars, may the fourth be with you. I talked about how I say the F word too much, so I beeped it for an entire episode. It was a lot of beeping. <laughs> I didn't even intentionally say it more. In fact, if anything, I have been really trying to cut down on the swearing. You know, you don't need to use the F word as a crutch. You know, you can use it every other word, and it just gets redundant. I thought, I don't have to use the F word all the time to be a great podcaster slash artist slash journalist slash flaming homo. (laughs) Again, not gay. Just love talking about it. I talked about Elon Musk and his tattooed and scarred penis. You'll have to listen to that one if you want to know what the hell that's about. Uh, I did lots of Pirates of the Caribbean trailers. I talked about how much I hate no worries. The expression, no worries. And because I did that, all it did was make everyone who knows me start to say it all the fucking time. Thank you for that, you fuckers. I talk about my balls when I think no one is listening. I meet the nerds from Nerds Talking. I get to be pretty damn good friends with them. I become a semi-regular guest. They become a semi-regular guest. We end up doing a very long special for... uh, I think was the hundredth episode of my show, and it's uh, we did it. We played a trivia game. It was me, and it was Carlos Lafayette, Laura, and Johnny Butt Stuff. That's another thing I talk about a lot. Johnny Butt Stuff from Nerds Talking the podcast. That is his name. His name is Johnny something Vietnamese, and uh, I call him Johnny Butt Stuff. He is my favorite superhero. Another thing you can catch up on. I talk about how I sent exploding glitter bombs to A.A. Ron in the mail, and he finally got wise to it, so I started sending him other things, like the blow-up black dildo I sent to him that he accidentally opened in front of his family. I talk about how I am the ass man. I talk about my neck, my back, (laughs) just my neck and my back. And most importantly, ladies and gentlemen, I talk about America. Because I love America. So again, thank you. Thank you so much for the time that you have devoted to listening to me talk for three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, on Fat Guy Loves Cake here with Joey Valentine. Here is my present to you. Thank you for being a friend. Travel up and down the road again. Your heart is true. You're a pal and a confidant. And if you threw a party, invited everyone you knew, you would see the biggest gift would be from me. And the confidants would say, Thank you for being a friend. Thank you for being a friend. All right, so let's do a little bit of news.
obviously I don't have to tell you that Nick Cannon is having like his 6,000th child. I already made fun of that in the uh, episode before last, so I don't even need to address it. And there is a funny meme going around where they say National Geographic has predicted what the world will look like in uh, the year 2050. And obviously, every face on the meme is Nick Cannon with just a different haircut and a different eye color. And uh, it's so funny. You know, every time that I talk about something on the show, it blows the fuck up in the media the next day. Okay, I am so good at predicting when things are going to get big. I talked about Kanye, and I said he was untouchable. A week later, he got fucking canceled. I talked about Nick Cannon having his 12th child, and then, like, now that's all over the fucking internet with all these jokes. No, I started that shit. So anyway, let me address the current news things that I have uh, perused over the last week. Uh, Belle Grace, a teacher to autistic children and adults, began an OnlyFans page during the lockdown of the pandemic. Apparently, one of her regular customers, who I can only guess was stroking it thanks to this story, uh, Belle noticed that his balls had started to get larger. And after a while, one of them got to be pretty swollen. And I don't mean like in one session, you know, like he wasn't whacking it. And then like it just started expanding like someone <laughs> filling up a balloon with air. I mean, like progressively over time, one of his balls got to be big. Uh, er and er. <laughs> so she made him go to the doctor. She said, I'm not going to let you whack it anymore until you go get that checked out. And uh, apparently they found a wicked aggressive form of testicular cancer, caught it right before it was about to be so bad that it could not be operable, saved his life. Now, that is one great story for the grandchildren. <laughs> and I can only imagine that this one testy must have been huge because uh, unless they're watching their computers on like some sort of projection screen, most monitors are only like 15 inches. So for her to be able to notice his gigantic red swollen nut must have been pretty fucking big, like cantaloupe size. I know it's a very disturbing story. I know. All right. So let's talk about sports. The Dallas Cowboys lost an absolutely should-have-won game against the Green Bay Packers because they got fucking lazy. And that's all I'm going to say about it. Get your shit together, Dallas. In other news, former NBA star Tim Hardaway made a very distasteful comment during the broadcast of a game against the Golden State Warriors and San Antonio Spurs. Tim Hardaway said something along the lines of, uh, he was talking about one of the players, and he said, y'all thought that was great defense. I thought he was just raping them. Yeah, he said the word rape when he was referring to, now, you just, come on, this is 2022. You can't say rape. You can't, not on an NBA broadcast. And, uh, yeah, Tim Hardaway. And, you know, and who would have thought that Tim Hardaway would have said something like that? It's not like he has a, a reputation for saying insane things on the radio. Oh, just about anyone. Back in 2007, Tim Hardaway said, I hate gay people, so let it be known. I don't like gay people, and I don't like to be around gay people. I am homophobic. I don't like it. It shouldn't be in the world or the United States. Now, who would have thought that there's a good chance that an even older Tim Hardaway might possibly say something off-color during a live broadcast of a fucking basketball game. 
Not me. I would have never seen that coming. I mean, this is like if John Madden invited Howard Stern for Monday Night Football telecast and then was shocked when Howard Stern asked to see Madden's tits. Uh, And in other sports news, a whole lot of black guys did stuff that white people wish they could do. That's all for sports. Uh, This is a great story I just had to share with everybody. This happened in Texas. Yay, Texas. Apparently, three robbers broke into a home in Harris County, that's where I'm from, and attempted, you know, a, a, a home invasion. The three robbers started blindly firing into the house after kicking in the door, okay? I'm going to tell you, like, my version. I'm going to skip the reading the article, okay? I mean, this is what really happened, but I'm going to give you the abridged version. Three guys kicked the fucking door in to a home that they want to rob, and they start firing blindly into the house and then through the doors of the bedrooms. One of them shoots his own fucking guy. The guy who got shot drops his gun. One of the teenage sons picks it up and wastes one of the other fucking guys. And then the other two run away, leaving a trail of blood. So, to recap, dipshit shoots other dipshit. Teen son takes dipshit's gun, sends dipshit to the morgue. That is an awesome story. That is so fucking scary, man. The idea of just chilling in your house and someone kicks the fucking door in. This is exactly why I sleep with my pistol. I mean, I'm not expecting anybody to come around my house. Thinking, if they're trying to break into my house, you got to be fucking broke, son. I mean, what are you going to do? You're going to steal my government cheese? Uh, I think that's going to be enough for my happy birthday to FGLC one-year anniversary episode. I cannot thank you all enough for the love and support, and thank you to everyone who got me through two years of horrible sobriety because I don't know how to have fun anymore that I don't drink. Fat guy loves cake at yahoo.com. Give me a shout if you want anything. If you want stickers, um, you can go and buy them on eBay now since you didn't just ask for them and let me pay for it. Hug your children, kiss your kitty cats, do as Patrick Swayze says, and be nice. I will see you guys back here on Friday. Have a wonderful, wonderful week. I love you all.